You're listening to Actors Endurance, a podcast that inspires actors to never give up on their passion and find ways to continue to grow within the entertainment industry. My name is Shanette Wilson, and I'm an actress, and my co-host is Marlon Hargrave, and he is a teaching artist. And together, we are Actors Endurance. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Actors Endurance Podcast. Now, today we have a special host. Go ahead and, uh, you know, he's special to me because, you know, we're related, you know what I'm saying? Talent just happens to run in the family. I don't know what to say about that, but go ahead, Marlon, take it away. (laughs) All right. Yes. Welcome back to the number one podcast for the Enduring Actors out there. How are you guys doing? I am Marlon Hargrave, joined by my co-host, Shanette, and we are very, 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 very proud to introduce our next guest. He's a songwriter, song publisher. He's an actor, model, a dad, a graduate of NYU, still training, still doing his thing. Let's introduce Sir Anthony Knight. How are you doing, brother? Great to see you again. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. It's amazing to see you guys. I haven't seen you in a while, but it's definitely great to see you this way, definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And it's wild because when I don't see uh, someone that I've trained in a class or something, when I don't see them, when I come back to them, I would hope that they have been working. That's just where I am. Yeah, Yeah, it's a burden to have to come back after all that time be like, what was you doing? I was chilling, working at Kroger. Like, what? Don't do that. Don't do that. But um, uh, since I haven't seen you in a while, you've been very, very busy. But I will I will start off. We start off every question because this is Actors Endurance. We're going to ask you, yes, yes. how do you endure, especially with this strike, especially just getting out of school? How do you endure as an artist? Oof. That's endure is the actual proper verbiage. Um, that's exactly what you need uh, to survive in this industry. Um, you know, this is a historical time. You know, the strike, uh, COVID happened. Uh, there was a lot that happened when I first sought out as an actor um, through this process. It was um, nuts, pretty much, uh, sort of like a fairy tale in a way, but also, you know, there's a lot I had to endure and um, basically do a lot of audibles along the way. But I'm still here and doing and um, getting through it. Um, when I first started acting, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to school for acting. Um, I got accepted in NYU. Um, that was great. And then boom, COVID hit, <laughs> which was, it was, it was like, I didn't know what the, the, which way to take it. I'm like, is this the university way saying, no, don't do no acting. It's just stop. <laughs> but then, um, roughly after that, they came out with online classes so uh, that 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 just changed the game completely um, because I was able to do my schoolwork, also able to focus on filming, also focus on uh, modeling all at the same time and being on the road traveling as well. So it sort of worked out um, with this recent strike. I mean, we get it as actors, um, anybody in the entertainment industry, we definitely understand. Um, hopefully we can come to some agreement on both parts um we've seen the numbers we know what these executives make we know what these uh companies make um 
Uh, we see the AI stuff and move. I was just watching a movie the other day with like an AI audience, and I'm like, hold on, am I watching like a a scene from like NBA 2K, NBA 2K, you know, or something, or am I watching like actual? This is actual movie. So um, I definitely get what's going on with that situation, and um, you know, you just you have to have the endurance. Um, you have to have the uh, mental capacity, the mental ability to um, be able to be told no. Uh, rejection is not always, you know, the end of the world. It uh, can redirect you to do other things. Um, there's been projects I've been turned down for, and I've got better opportunities with speaking roles, and it actually worked out. It's just you have to endure. You can't give up. You just got to keep going relentless and be passionate about it. Never let that bad moment um, knock you, knock that uh, spark out of you. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. When you stay focused on your dreams and you have a, a, a no quit attitude, you always seem to find a way to, like you said, you know, audibles, you know, you transition or, you know, find something new, but you always find a way when you have that, 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 that spirit of just, you're not going to quit. You always find a way to do it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, how do you handle your rejection? I, I know, you know, for me, I tell them just, you know, I tell students, don't look back on it, you know, uh, just keep going forward and, and rely on your training. Not Don't don't rise to the moment, as uh, the Washington commander's uh, defense alignment says, yeah, yeah. says, you don't rise to the moment, you rely on your training. Is that true for you? Oh, man, that's so true. Um, if it, honestly, if it wasn't for you, you, um, acting and actors endurance, um, that I was having a big issue with, um, me personally was having a big issue with, uh, just trying to understand the sides, you know, they don't really give you much. They just want you to act a specific part. They don't really give you the scene and what the scene could possibly be. Um, honestly, working with, uh, actors endurance, you guys opened up this whole nother world for me, you know, not even in NYU. They went over it, but it wasn't in, as in detail and as in depth. You know, how would we perceive? So when you're doing your um, when you're doing your auditions and everything, it's a lot easier to know what the script is about and what the scene calls for, the way to hit it the right way, the way to use the right verbiage, the way to use the right energy or lack of energy. You know, honestly, a lot of that definitely came from you guys. Um, and honestly, that's what made me a booking magnet. Because I was, before I was overanalyzing. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys so much. I was overanalyzing before and I was just like, well, hold on. You know, I had to slow it down and, you know, doing a couple workshops, I realized that, okay, it's not, it's not just that, you know, they thought the other person was younger or this person was better or that, you know, it was just, maybe I didn't have it right. Maybe I could have done things differently. And once, you know, working with the uh, workshop, the actor endurance workshop, it uh, put that thought process into me. Like before I used to be rejection, I was like, dang, oh man, uh, I wish I could have done something, you know, oh, I could have should have did this way, should have, would have, could have, instead of, oh, this is what I could have done differently. This is how I could have delivered that line. This is how I could have prepared for that. A lot of it's preparation. Um, you know, if you're reading from a paper, trying to remember the sides, you know, any director, anybody in film is going to pick that up. So, you know, basically with, um, basically, uh, you know, with rejection in this industry, it's great. It's good for you. You need it. It's needed. It's very much needed. It's uh, just to keep you in check personally 
and it's it's growth you know it's always you can always think about what you can do th- differently and if you don't think about it with like a, that perspective like a closed mindset like oh i'm good i nailed that i know the lines that doesn't always you know that doesn't always get you the role and that doesn't do nothing for nobody you know it defeats the purpose you know of uh auditioning you know the purpose of uh because you know being in that room in the studio uh doing the casting with all the fixtures and everything going on in the background and trying to stay focused it's basically what you deliver you know to the table and there's been situations where i've been i didn't get the role that i wanted but you got to make yourself memorable and make yourself noticeable and uh one of the directors i was working with put me on another tv show that they were directing because they were like you're a better fit with this tv show versus what we're trying to do over here so it actually worked out pretty well so redirection you definitely that's one big thing in this industry in the industry in the entertainment industry you're under a microscope so you basically better get used to the uh you know rejection that's just going to happen you know uh, nobody's perfect um not role not every role's for everyone and um you know not not everything can go your way but it's okay you're in you're in the way doing it you're in the um the actions of doing it eventually that perfect role that right role everything's going to start working out as long as you do the work to go towards it mm-hmm. yeah that is so true that is so true because everyone knows this this is one of the the toughest uh industries to break into so you need to be prepared you know you have to be prepared yeah i love that yeah like you can know people but that doesn't mean nothing you know at the end of the day it's the uh, executive producers it's the executive directors it's uh you know the casting directors those are the people that make the calls you know um luckily i can say yes there was a referral where i did get into that other show but i still had to show up and do the audition as well you know so yeah just because i knew the director that you know, I've previously auditioned in front of before. I still had to show up and do the audition uh, to get on that show, which is um, going to be coming out once all this uh, situation with the strike stuff's going on is over. And I can now uh, reveal. Yeah, I'm under NDA right now, so I can reveal once, obviously, once it comes out. <laughs> yeah, we look forward to seeing it for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, I know that, you know, you guys are family over here. You got any non, well, no, you can do family questions. I mean, this is a whole nother kind of interview. Uh, we're going to, we're going to keep it. Yeah, right yeah. Yeah, crazy. Well, yep. We're going to keep it professional. Yeah. We can yeah, go yeah, with yeah. cousins and aunties and all of that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, another we'll time. <laughs> yeah. time, yeah, we'll do yeah. that class. <laughs> like, you know, is, uh, how did you get into modeling? Because I've seen you, you've been everywhere. I wish I was out in California to support you, but you know, I'm I'm supporting you wherever you're at, you know, yeah. social media. But how did you get into modeling? Honestly, um, I was doing a Lifetime movie um, and uh, one of the directors, Tom DiNucci, was like, oh, you walk like a model, like you just naturally walk like a model. And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? I don't walk like a model. I'm like, you know, I've like, I never, he's like, have you ever thought of modeling? And I'm like, no, I've never thought of modeling. So um, he uh, introduced me to one of his friends who was a designer and uh, comes to find out, I ended up walking 
for um she's an international designer but I ended up walking for her um, for my very first fashion show, which was New York Fashion Week at Runway 7, which is huge. Just to start out, you know, that's massive, like uh, huge media coverage. You had Getty Images. Um, you had all different types of magazines, uh, Vogue, Allure, New York Fashion Week magazine, like a lot of big magazines and editorial companies to go with that. And ever since then, I've been on fire. Um I uh, did a show out in Tennessee at Dollywood. Um, I've done three shows in Miami for Swimmer Week. I uh, did a fashion show out in Chicago. Um, I just did seven shows for New York Fashion Week. I just did the LA Fashion Show, and I'm going to LA next week to do LA Fashion Week. Okay. And I and got a couple more going on before the year end. So, yeah, I've been like nuts with the uh, fashion shows. Wonderful. And, um, it, you know, your your modeling took you to L.A. Now, I saw you on Instagram at a party. And who 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 grabbed your phone? Oh, Cardi B grabbed my phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> got to hear this story. <laughs> yeah, so it was um it was crazy. Um, I've been a big follower of uh, Jason Lee for ever since he started. And um, I was, you know, I'm great. I'm gaining traction being more known in the, that industry, in the acting industry, modeling industry. And it was like, you know, he looked out to, he reached out to me and was like, you're doing really good. You just came out of nowhere and you're killing it. And, you know, especially to be an older black man, like you're really doing really well. And I'm really proud of you. And he was like, I really want to invite you to my uh, birthday party celebration. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. And so happens I had a fashion show out in Pasadena um at the time so it was all right you know it's like okay i might as well do it while i'm in la it just happened to work out that way so i ended up um getting invited in i uh, walked on my way walking in they were like hold on uh you don't need to wait in line you just go right in and i'm like that's weird but i was on the vip list so i'm like you know it was humble very humbling but at the same yeah. time i was like more starstruck than anything and i came in and i did my red carpet uh poses and all that stuff and then we went to the party. All of a sudden, I'm hanging out in a VIP. And there's so many actors, so many models, football players, basketball players in the, uh, the event. And as soon as I turned around, I felt a tap on my shoulder. I turned around and it was Floyd Mayweather. I'm like, I never get starstruck. Like, I've worked with a lot of stars, but I never get starstruck. But I did get starstruck because I'm like, this is the heavyweight champion of the world. Like, probably possibly the greatest boxer of all time that's ever lived right behind me, like literally hanging out right behind me. And then um, later on, as the party went, all of a sudden, we heard everyone in the crowd just scream. I'm like, what is going on? And then the crowd's like following this one person, you know, with the bodyguards and everybody up to VIP. And sure enough, it's Cardi B. And I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. Cardi B was there. Um, Blueface and Krishan, um, Tiffany Haddish, who I actually had a great conversation with, met her. She's actually going to pick me up for one of her movies she's doing next year. So, yeah, it was it's a lot of great things. A lot of great, crazy things came out of that uh, that party. Um, just the networking and the connections. And uh, I was just more shocked that people, I was like the smallest person in the room, but not really because people noticed me. They knew who I was. They were talking about me. Um, I got referred to a couple of New York Fashion Week shows I just recently did because of 
you know, meeting the right people, the right connections. So, you know, honestly, I'm very humble and uh, still have a great connection with uh, Jason Lee because it was just like, I started out pretty much as a fan, you know, he's more of like TMZ, the media, but he's more for uh, the African-American um, and uh, the diverse cultures more so than, um, you know, the mainstream, the Taylor Swift's, you know, and everybody else. But um, he does deal with a lot of those people as well. So it was just awesome just to be in that that um, situation, in that space with all those people. And, um, you know, be treated normal. Like, they didn't treat me like I was less than or anything. Uh, Tiffany Haddish just had a regular conversation with me. Michael Blackson is funny as hell. Um, he's literally... Like 90% of the people are the same people they are on film or in person. Like Cardi B is just Cardi B. Like there's no, she's not faking. <laughs> That's just who she is. Um, Tiffany Haddish is definitely Tiffany Haddish. Um, she is well, she's well spoken in uh, her education because she just went to Harvard too. So uh, she's extremely educated and, um, you know, beyond the funniness, but she's hilarious. Like, it's hard to just have a conversation without laughing because yeah. I'm thinking about a moment in the movie or stand up, you know, that she's done. Um, but it was that 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 event was nuts, and a lot of great connections came out of it once again. Um, and I'm very thankful that I had the opportunity, you know, that Jason Lee thought a little of me, like you know, I'm not I'm up and coming, but I'm not as hot as everyone else that was at that party, you know, but. It was definitely great to be in the same arena with those people and uh, be treated equal. Like no one treated me less than. It was just I was supposed to be there. It was that like you were supposed to be there. Exactly. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Um, because now I'm going to ask you, since you are you got the flick on, you're a little fire right now. Who would you like to work with after all of this murky strike crap is over with? Who would you like to work with? Um, I'm going to say not even the most, but, you know, somebody that, that you've either dreamed of working with or you're actually in line to work with, somebody that you may be looking forward to on some of your upcoming projects. Secretly, I would love to work with, um, definitely would love to work with Mel Gibson. Um, he's legendary. He has a lot of great, great, impactful movies. I believe if I get in a movie like that, I could definitely make a lot of waves in the acting industry. Um, I definitely really, really would love to work with probably my favorite of all time and where I'm getting a lot of my angle in and now I'm moving uh, is from Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, that that would be like uh, that would be like winning a Grammy to me working with him, you know, um, because uh, not just for uh, the clout, not just for the attention, more so that it's another black successful business that's being ran, and I look I look forward to working for a company uh, where you know I'm appreciated for who I am. They're not going to look at my color. It's not going to be like I don't have to think about none of that stuff. It's it's a lot easier uh, mentally on us, you know, to work with a Tyler Perry. I would definitely bust my ass and work as hard as I could to be like a normal part of his cast. But that's definitely my my dream dream. Like, I'm not even going to say my dream. I'm definitely going to work with him very shortly. It's coming. Well, it's definitely, it's coming. You know, I'm definitely, you know, it's uh, coming. I'm very things like that, you know, you, I know that your body is together. So go on ahead and get your baby oil together. <laughs> working with Tyler. You know he's going to have you have neck somewhere up in there. Shout out to Tyler. But 
Hey, you know what? Uh, you got to <laughs> put black men on display. We're just as sexy as the rest of the world. I got yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's so funny thing. Like everything, even with the modeling thing, like everything I do, they just want me with a shirt, no shirt or a shirt or a pin or like I've, there's very few that I've done like clothes all the way. <laughs> uh, you stay in New York or? <laughs> I'm just cracking a joke. If you stay in New York long enough, you're going to be like the naked cowboy down there on uh, Times Square. Times Square on 42nd. <laughs> Have your little speedos and some cowboy boots. <laughs> Walking around with my little hat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Shanette. Oh, no, I'm just saying you got to give the ladies what they want, you know? So, hey, you know. Yeah, just stay in shape. That's all. Just, just Not just that. It's a, it's an honor. Like uh, Marlon can definitely understand. Like for an older black man to have a good physique and be in shape and not be sort subdued by sodium and high blood pressure and cholesterol, all those other things, with a lot of you know, demographically points towards us. Um, that's a blessing in itself to be mobile, mobile, you know, being able to keep in shape, stay in shape, and that's a whole other mindset in itself, you know especially at an older age, you know, because it's not as easy to gain and bulk up. It's something you got to maintain more so, just like acting. It's no different from uh, doing a script. You got to keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. It's never going to be 100% right. And um, <laughs> it's the way you got to treat your body, you know? Yeah, that is so true. So true. <laughs> yeah, we, we had somebody on uh, last week, we were emphasizing that uh, especially, you know, as a stage actor, what I like to do is uh, as soon as I get with a stage play, I definitely eat better or I eat different because the energy is different. And I, I realize that there's a certain amount of shape that I have to be in. And I think that a lot of actors don't understand that's a part of it. But uh, another yeah. skill to have, you know, that segues into being able to be a model and uh, actually, even in the singing and all of that, you still have to keep your 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 vocal cords clear of mucus and things like that. So um, we really didn't get into the singing aspect. We may have to have you back on for part two because <laughs> you are multi-talented. You're still in school, uh, which you know I I always employ. If you can go to school to enhance your career, then do that. You know, so you yeah. went to acting school, you graduated from Tisch, but you're in school again, right? Yes, yes. I'm uh, in Harvard Business School right now. Yep. Nice. Yep. I got I got accepted um, through placement testing and also a referral from my um, professor. I mean, my dean and professor, one of my professors at NYU. So um, definitely honored to be in Harvard Business School. And uh, basically with that, angle of it is more the business of the entertainment industry is where I'm going with that. Um, I'm doing all the accolades and uh, credits for myself. And then eventually I'm going to have my own production company, my own talent agency. So I'll be able to do like Tyler Perry does, you know, uh, or, you know, Adam Sandler or, you know, many other Oprah, you know, many other great, um, I want to say actorpreneurs, if that's the proper verbiage to use. Like entrepreneurs uh yeah so that's basically where i want to go with that and um you know i've been in business in my back half of my life i've uh was an executive bill leader for lazotica 
which is like Sunglass Hut, Allori, Shops of Aspen. So I sort of had a connection already in the fashion industry. Um, sort of been always behind the scenes in a way, but now more on the scene. So it's more about, you know, building the credibility. So whenever I do get my um, my own um, talent agency, people won't think twice about signing with me. They'll be like, he knows who he's doing, he has the right connections. How could he help me out? Okay, well, he could help me out by doing X, Y, and Z. Also, he's educated and has the proper, uh, you know, hard way to go with um, everything that he's trying to do. Okay, that's wonderful. And I have to ask you about war. Tell us about the war uh, clothing line. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Some very talented brother from out in uh, uh, Atlanta. His name is, uh, well, the clothing line. Uh, name is uh, Enigmatic Living, okay. and uh, it's War on, on Authenticity. That's what war stands for, War yeah. on Authenticity. Okay. And uh, basically, um, you know, a lot of people have an identity crisis right now. A lot of people um, in America in particular are having an identity crisis on who they want to be, what they want to be, who they want to do, what they want to do. You know, there's too much question about it. And no matter what you want to do, no matter who you want to be, it's better just to be yourself. Honestly, my biggest success in all of everything I've been doing is by being myself. Um, I never uh, did an audition trying to be Denzel. Um, I never did a catwalk trying to be Tyson Beckford. You know, I've always was myself and that's what the industry appreciates more so is that you are yourself your individuality yes you can have multiple different talents uh different languages you use um even different accents and different ways you speak but um as long as you're genuine in yourself that's that's the key to that's the key to uh success in the entertainment industry i believe um i look at some of the most big highest paid people in the industry are uniquely themselves Eventually, there's someone trying to be like someone else. They eventually run out. You know, they're hot for a minute, but then they die down because they're not authentic. And that's what that brand is about, just being authentically who you are as a person and, you know, not being the typical stereotype or the typical um, pigeonhole that society puts on people in general. Um, so that's that brand has... And, and now I'm the face of the brand too. So it sort of has a double meaning for me personally, because for him to uh, think of me, you know, I'm older, I'm a, I'm a knocking at 40 years old and um, not too old, but you know, I'm seasoned, I'm seasoned, you know? And uh, <laughs> for him, you know, out of the, all the other models we worked with to have, you know, me as the face of the group, I mean, the face of the um, the brand, that's huge, you know? And a lot of it was, it was because he's like, I love how you don't put filters on your Instagram. You're authentically you. You don't do any crazy enhancements or anything. You don't flex. You don't like take pictures of many celebrities. Like I, I could, but I don't because it's more for me, my personal like self-satisfaction versus showing it to the world. Some things, there's some, some events and movies and things and people I've met that I haven't even talked about because it's more just like uh, one of those aha moments. Like, for example, if I when I do meet Tyler Perry and work for Tyler Perry, I'm not going to talk about it right away. It's going to be a later on type of thing, you know what I mean? It's more of just embracing and enjoying that moment, you know, being in that moment, you know. Yeah. But I also, with social media, it's it's tricky because um now 
you know, they're looking at me as a creator now. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really a creator. I'm just someone that posts with a purpose. A lot of people, you know, post a whole bunch of stuff. I post with a purpose. The whole purpose of my social media is marketing myself. Um, Facebook I use for marketing to my family, what I'm doing and friends and uh, Instagram's for the world. You know, I have way more, I have like almost, I think 65,000 followers on Instagram and a lot of like celebrities, a lot of people that look out for me. Um, I get paid for streaming. I get paid for comments and likes, all that stuff. So that's cool and all, but I just, now it's like part of the, um, I didn't expect this acting and modeling. Now it's another part of, you know, revenue, another stream of revenue. Should I look at it that way more so than anything? But now I'm like more obligated. Okay, now I have to post something here and then just to keep the audience engaged, you know? And um, honestly, that helps out a lot with uh, book and roles as well. Because, um, you know, the director seeing like, wow, he can market himself like that. Just imagine what he could do with, with our clothing line, what he could do with our movie. And that's how that endorsement came along with war because I was just, I built my, my, uh, social media platform based off of being authentic, like just being myself, sharing quotes that, you know, hit, hit home to the heart, um, sharing some of the stuff I did acting, some of the stuff I did modeling, but mainly just sharing the raw things like me actually being me, me actually not cheated and makeup and, you know, uh, just being authentic. And that's why he picked me for that brand. And it was awesome because that's what I want. Um, my biggest takeaway, I, that's what I want to be remembered for. One of the biggest things is by being myself. Like, um, I don't want to be remembered for really too many other things because it's so easy to get pigeonholed in Hollywood. I just want to be remembered for being authentic. Mm -hmm. being my acting teachers, oh, sorry to cut you off. Uh, my acting teacher used to always say, you're way more interesting than the person you're trying to be. And with that said, um, we do. We're rolling up on uh, just a quick half an hour. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, no, we're vibing. <laughs> uh, no, don't worry about it. We're going to bring you back on for a part two, but we're going to get into our martini round. And anybody in the business, y'all already know what the martini shot thing is all about. But I'm going to have Cuzzo do this one. Do, do you want to do this one? Should yeah. I? Of course, of course, of course. All right. Hey, man, this has been an amazing interview. We're so happy that we you you were able to come on to the show today. Thank you guys for having me. That's this is this is and this in itself is um polarizing. It's definitely polarizing. It's like two of the one of the biggest um I'd say attributes to my success in the acting, even in modeling, because a lot of this stuff is mindset. Um, it's the same thing. We have scripts. Um, it's just fully understanding what the director wants, what that writer wants, you know, what that scene wants. And you guys definitely open that, like open my eyes up. It was like, Eureka. And I really, I'm very, very thankful for both of you. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, cousin, listen, you spoke a lot of things into existence today. So when they say when two or more come together, now we got three today. So you spoke a lot yeah, of things definitely. to you by next year. All the things that you said are gonna come true. I already said. I already said. Yes, I, yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so mode yeah. it is. So mode it is. So mode it is. Yes, we're gonna put new yes. order on that. <laughs> yes, yes. After, after. <laughs> All right. Um. So we're gonna go into the martini round. So I'm gonna ask you. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions, and you know, it's just one, one or two word questions. Um. 
and you know whatever comes to mind you know oh yeah that's cool all right I'm so <laughs> all right and three two one what's your favorite smell strawberries your favorite vacation spot miami cats or dogs cats what is your favorite shoe your go-to shoe um ferragamo and your favorite time of year fall oh. all right Okay. Fashion model makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fall too, because why I like fall is because you can literally go through your whole entire wardrobe in one week. You know, you can go to the point where it's like, well, you know, it's warm. You could have shorts on, then you're wearing a hoodie, then you know, you could go to wearing a winter coat. So, <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> so uh, different levels, different levels. You can go through your entire wardrobe in one week. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, again, we thank you for joining Actors Endurance uh, podcast. Uh, wow. Yeah, it, it, and we did. We wanted you on early. Uh, definitely catching you before you blow up, blow up, blow up, because you're yeah, already yeah. on fire. Yeah, you're looking like Johnny Blaze does over here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you. Okay. Thank you for having me. Definitely a pleasure. Like I said, uh, this is polarizing. It's almost surreal. It's like, uh, you know, the student is, you know, looking, when I first started out with this, it was just like, I'm like, darn, I want to be on one of those interviews one of these days. I didn't do enough work. I got to get to the point and now I'm here. So it's like, I got to pinch myself. Is this real? Like, uh, I thank you guys for the opportunity. Definitely appreciate it. Oh, for sure. Thanks for having you on. Uh, thanks for, excuse me, have, you know, coming to the show. And um, yeah, we look forward to uh, watching you, watching you grow even more. Yeah, and I'll be back uh, tomorrow. I'll be, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Actors and doors, y'all. We about it. Yeah. See you guys later.